1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: This
3: podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
4: Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and I, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this.
0: With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Steven Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Reindel. Alright. Get ready, tier ones.
3: Oh.
2: It's... Bannon Woods.
0: Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio.
2: On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, Mitch!
4: Happy Tuesday. Madam Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Reindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paul. Top of the morning to you. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. Let's get our heads right on a Tuesday. How right is your head right now? i know right enough that I noticed something
0: different in our open there. Did you notice that? No. So, Paulie was just playing it, and uh, remember when you said the line that we included in our open? Then Paul and I, I. yeah. Don't look like athletes. How, how does it go, Pauly? And then you got corrected by one of our listeners. Our, yeah. our tier when one. you look
4: at Ben, Paul, and I, it doesn't scream yeah. athlete. It should be me. And and so we fixed
0: it later. Right. But for some reason, we lost the me, and it was back to Ben, Paul, and I.
4: Yeah, we changed
3: a couple of things with the Open a few weeks back. You want me to do a new me? I got it. He's got it. But oh, okay. Me. Me. I'm still. Me. I, I'm not hundred percent sure. Me. You're sure me, me, you're yeah. the English major.
4: Yeah, right? because if you Ben take, Paul and I sounds
0: like it, sounds, it should it, be it sounds right?
4: better. But when you, if you take Ben and Paul out, it's when you look at me. It doesn't scream athlete. It's That's not, not if you, you look, do, look at if, I. I think it would be great if it did. We could all stand to talk a little more formally. I think in this country, I agree. Ben and I had a really interesting uh, <laughs> off-air discussion the other day about grammar. And I said to him, and I believe this, I stand behind this. I think grammar, especially these days, in a text message, uh, is massively important, massively. And I'm honestly, gentlemen, speaking to you this morning, I think it could, uh, I think it could preclude you from having sex with a woman if you send a text <laughs> to a uh, a new woman in your life, uh, a woman maybe that you are trying to court or woo, and you misspell there, there, or there. You need to know the difference. Or your, your... You I know. will judge you if oh. you
0: don't know the difference between their, T-H-E-R-E, their, T-H-E-I-R, and or their...
4: T-H-E-R-E. T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Yeah. yeah. Me. No question. And I, I honestly think it could cost you sex. I really do. That literal literal intercourse. I really feel... Um, I feel like when I, when I started dating my wife, Hannah... That's I, the
0: way kids hook up nowadays. Yeah. Via text oh, message. Well, I mean, that's how adults hook up,
4: you know, these days. Via text message. wasn't how It wasn't that way when I was growing up. Same, same. Uh, it, but I, you know, when I started dating my wife Hannah, when I was courting her, bless you, um, she, you know, the words very important. You know, she was a journalism major, and I, I mean, I was minding my p's and q's on Twitter, yeah, or and all the other Twitter, letters on, too on, on on text. I was really <laughs> making sure that I I had it done. You know, now misspellings happen. You know, autocorrect happens. Sure, but you know, getting things like that right, it can cost you uh, intercourse. And nobody ever wants to be, you know, cost inter getting. Nobody ever wants to lose intercourse because. Of All right, uh, it is six o'clock yeah. in the morning. Clubs happen. That happens. I when you uh, look at Ben, Paul, and me. It doesn't scream athlete. I talked to a girl on the phone one time years ago, and uh, she said this to me. Yeah, I seen him uh, at the bar. Instead of I saw him. I said what? I said, I seen him. Oh, I seen him doing that, and I went, "All right, that's it." I mean, I had intercourse with her anyway, but I didn't date didn't her. Cost her?
1: No, it didn't. It <laughs> the didn't, woods experience. It cost her. It a, didn't
4: cost her. It cost woods. her a good solid experience. It cost. There so, is some uh, gender discrimination, uh, yeah. I
3: think, in this uh, scenario. Well, it
4: cost her, you know, a three month relationship with me. <laughs> I'm sure that she is still regretting that to this day.
0: I've seen it. i seen her. Now, that can be a, a Southern. She wasn't kind of colloquialism. Southern.
4: It, well, she was not Southern. I seen him down at the Piggly Wiggly. I seen him. I seen him at the bar last night. You did what? You saw him. You saw him. Oh, him? Oh, I seen him last night. No. I saw him. Very, very. I mean, it's so important. So, you know, mind your. Uh, Mind your grammar out there. They uh, they apostrophe re means they are. It's a, it's a it's that a, one's the easy one. It's it, so if, easy if
0: you if you mean they are like they are having a good time. They're having a good time. It's always apostrophe re.
4: Right. Not if, there having a good time.
0: The other two can be a little trickier. No, they but can't.
4: T- if you're a moron, they're tricky. Right, so if the, you're not a moron, there
0: their, T-H-E-I-R, implies it belongs to someone a group. Correct. It's their car. Yeah, their car. T h e i r. There is a problem. You're stating a declaration.
4: T h e r e. It's like it's like moronically easy. It's moronically easy to to do that one.
0: Your and you. Your same thing. You are has the apostrophe. If you are having a good time, you're having a good time. Why are you apostrophe re? Yeah. If it belongs
4: to you, it's your car, Y-O-U-R. My wife used to send me uh, screenshots of her DMs from, from men that were hitting on her, and they would say, You're beautiful, Y-O-U-R. And she would respond, My beautiful, what? <laughs> and it laid, it laid me out every single time. I can see why you think that it was costing people <laughs> it does. an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. It can cost you intercourse. So, uh, you know, figure it out figure it out out there uh, how was Benny how was your day yesterday very sport centric to watch
0: the whole World Cup game yep. watch the whole Aztecs game last night worked it was um,
4: it was a very sporty Monday so you just call it Monday <laughs> right just your typical a little extra sports on the Monday though but even if you weren't working nothing would have changed. Correct. <laughs> Correct, Right? Like you didn't do anything out of the norm.
0: I don't always have
4: this many you know things to watch on a Monday though. It's absolutely true. Uh, we went and played Balboa after the show. Me and Polly and our friend Sam uh, Foster bailed. You weren't able to play. Our buddy Cuppy bailed. So it was just the three of us, and then we got paired up with who? Chuck, Chuck, older guy named Chuck hit the ball a ton for an older it was guy. He was really good. He probably should, was even par. Yeah. Um, we got out there, and it was as backed up as it had ever been. And it was horrendously slow. And I posted a video of a guy that – I mean, I've seen guys take – I've seen guys take less time, Ben, at the Masters with a chance to – if you put it on – if you chip it up on the green and two putt, they win the Masters. I've seen guys take less time with that shot than this dill hole did while Paulie and I sat there and watched and filmed him and waited. If you are that dill hole, I'm sorry, uh, I really am, But I was raging inside. <laughs> Slow play is an epidemic in the game of golf. And Paulie said it yesterday on the course. He said, man, it's tough because, you know, you want to grow the game. And I said, absolutely. I love the game. And I'm not a good golfer, necessarily. I mean, I can go out and shoot 105 easily, but it's a fast 105. It's fast. If I'm sculling it over the green, I just pick it up. I pick it up and move on. I take my 8 and I move on, or my 10 or whatever, and and call it a day. And to see the people out there that really have no idea. My idea was this: Ben, have you ever done anything? You ever done like uh, skydiving?
0: No, I'm not an adventure sport. Have you done? Guy, but... par- have
4: you done parasailing? No, you, nothing. <laughs> so if you go, to, I did parasailing. I was once. on a jet ski once. Okay, and that may work with jet skis. But so if you go parachuting, let's pretend you're going.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you skydiving. exactly what would happen if okay. you went
4: skydiving today. I'll tell you exactly what happened. You go, and they you walk in, you fill out your paperwork, sign your waivers, the whole bit. And then they'll say to you, uh, grab a seat here. I want to watch this 25-minute uh, video. Safety video. Safety video. I submit that if you're a 25 or above handicap, you should have to sit through a 20-minute video before your round of golf, or you don't get to tee off. Just uh, some rules of the game. To keep the pace moving, because when you're out there, man, it's not just about you. It's about the people in front of you. It's about the people behind you. And I'm learning this as we go. And uh, but it was it was horrendous. The guys in front of us too, young kids, athletic looking guys, all hitting from the blues. They all hit it 14 yards off the tee. String, cling 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 cling, and then they <laughs> mess around, go pick up their ball, hit one. And I, Paulie, and I made it nine holes. I said, I, I gotta go. I, I can't do a six hour round out here. So. Like, my point was like you, you, if, you if you are game, learning the yeah. game, you can go to the driving range. Yeah,
3: it's not the same. Take you, you, but you you start there, you can go to a putting green, yep. you can take lessons and get some work done, but ultimately you need to go out on a course you have to. on a full That's course how you and learn. play. That's how you learn. But how do you do that without it just being a complete nightmare? <laughs>
4: Well, you do it. You do it by hey, I've got a six foot putt, and I missed it. I blew it ten feet past the hole. I picked that up, man. As I'm learning, yeah, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm trying. I'm going to shoot 125 today. So what you can't do is grind over every putt. You don't need three practice swings. You don't. As much as it, I, I don't know why people do it, it drives me crazy. I never take a practice swing. On the, the course, just get it moving because again, it's just like you ordering 12 sandwiches at line in Jersey Mike's. Yes, you are a paying customer, but you got 10 people behind you as you're like, we you toast my bread. Oh, you well Okay. Toast that one. Ooh, I like my veggies a little grilled. Have some self awareness. You pieces of S out there. Have some self awareness. There's a whole world around you with other people. They're human beings.
0: Okay, Woods is actually Neil, and I'm Mordell. Yes, I I am Neil. Now that I think about it this morning and see him just completely
4: losing his ass. Did you see this guy sizing up his shot? I did. It was a little pitch shot, right? Now, I've chunked that shot. I've chunked that shot a hundred times. I chunked it yesterday. But you know what I don't do? I don't then re-dial it up, go back behind it, plumb bob it, sit there and brush the grass for five minutes. I just go up and chip it onto the green again makes me nuts and and it's so it's just on and i wasted my money i can't walk into the pro shop and go hey i want my money back because this place sucks and you filled the tea sheet every three minutes with groups of four and everyone's walking i can't do that it's absurd man absurd
0: wow we've got a fired up woods this morning <clears throat> i mean, that could come in handy actually over <clears throat> the next four hours uh, good show. Uh, we got guests coming up at the oh, bottom of the hour. I'm excited, yeah. Looking forward to this one. A little uh, uh, turn back the clock and catch up. Turn with back the stock. Aho, <laughs> former Padre Robert <laughs> Stock, who <laughs> played uh, last season, pitched in the KBO. Yeah, buddy, uh, in the Korean baseball organization last year. He's a free agent, looking for a old looking for a gig this year. So, old friend Robert Stock going to check in. He's
3: a smart dude coming Ooh. up
0: at six thirty-five this morning. No doubt. Obviously, we'll talk about uh, all the big games yesterday. The U.S. World Cup, somewhat disappointing. Time. 1-1 against Wales. The big SDSU win at the Maui Invitational at Monday Night Football. All of our regular segments as well. Also, already some uh, breaking World Cup news this morning. Ooh, if you're just getting up. Mama Sita. Massive, massive upset in the first game of the day from Qatar. Saudi Arabia beats Argentina. Man. Messi and Argentina 2-1 to one in an absolute shocker. That uh, longtime observers calling one of the, if not the biggest upsets yeah. in World Cup history. Can I uh, just admit something? I've got the fever. He's got the World Cup fever? Nope. No, not that fever. I got Aztec's fever.
4: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching, Ben. It's an easy watch this oh, year. Oh, my God. Is that a fun watch? they an easy watch <laughs> I this mean, year. I'm I definitely a Johnny come lately. I'll wear that. But I am fully on the board.
0: I like I it. A like, team
3: that dropped eighty-eight like casually. I'm that, on. The, that doesn't I,
0: happen. I,
4: I am. I'm on the ball right now, and I'm I like, am. Wee! I am
0: instantly Wee! looking forward to Wee! the next three months <laughs> way more than I was yesterday. <laughs> now that we have Woods on the bandwagon with I the four 0 Aztecs. I am. On fire. Right, we'll talk about yesterday's game against Ohio State. Paul's got a daily ditty selection, and then uh, Robert Stock going to join us at the bottom of the hour. So, big first hour of the program today. Getting things started here on a Tuesday. This segment of Ben Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. We'll be right back after a check of traffic with Kelly Danick here on 97.3. The fan, good morning. It's Ben Woods. Time I'm back.
2: Yeah.
0: This is the foo fight. It is now. You're uh, you're musical. I'm listening. I, I hear some maybe some Led Zeppelin inspiration in some of that. Yeah, I think um,
4: I think some of these bands are never too far away from Led Zeppelin. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, What they all grew up listening to. It's a good chorus here.
2: That
4: yeah, band was oh, really I'm great. Tender. Great voice, man. Still makes me really sad
3: to hear the drums. Dude, when those drums pick up like 30 seconds in, the boom, boom, boom. How do you not just
4: Just think of Taylor's blonde hair back? (laughs) I mean, I've seen him live so many times. and just It's rare that a drummer can steal the show, especially from a guy like Dave Grohl, who's a pretty pretty big personality, but your eyes are uh, drawn to Taylor Hawkins, rest of his soul. Man, we lost some big ones this year. Lost some big ones. For sure. Great pick, though, Paulie. And no theme this week, Paulie. No. Just, uh, we only got one day left. Yeah. So.
3: We had a short week. If, if maybe if we didn't have a listener submission yesterday, we all would have gotten one yeah. choice. I would have done a theme. But I just, get it.
4: I crapped the bed. I understand. If it's maybe fine. if Woods could just step up for once, <laughs> bunch of ties.
3: <laughs> nah, it's, no, a free I, for all for. I lost. It's true. Bang. Yesterday was a tie. Yesterday so you didn't
0: lose the Daily Diddy today for Paul. Uh, and we'll have, uh, we'll see what happens at seven ten on Take on Woods. Coming up this morning. Now, I was very excited to hear that uh, that Woods may have been bit by the Aztecs bug after watching last night's Maui Invitational opener against Ohio State. A game. If you watch the first couple of minutes, you go, "Uh oh, you can't make a shot." Yeah. we've seen this. We've see, seen this story for the Aztecs before. It was they, about
4: five nothing. Seven yeah, and they're over
0: like that. eight from the field to get started, and it was like, "Uh oh." And then uh, quickly they, they actually pulled the starters, all but one of them off the floor, threw in the second team, got a little uh, little juice going, quickly took the lead and never relinquished it the rest of the way against an Ohio State team that's uh, just outside the top 25 receiving votes and certainly will be one of the contenders in the Big Ten this year. I mean, that is a, yet another impressive win for San Diego State. They were up 11 at the half. Uh, the second half was closer. Ohio State got hot from outside. There were some very... Very strange and questionable referees' calls in the second half of that game. Horrible. A bizarre, a flop call on Nathan Mensa that was a technical foul. On I, I mean, a, a play where he got run over by by the ball handler. I mean, it could have been a charge,
4: could have been a block, but it certainly wasn't a. It was not a flop. Certainly was not a flop. It looked like Moose jo- Daryl Moose Johnston had the ball and was running up the middle for a first down, and he hit him right in the gut, and he fell back. And they called a flop. And I, even me, who knows less than nothing about basketball, goes, that doesn't seem right. Matt
0: Bradley fouled out, had the leading scorer for the Aztecs with 18 points. Fouled out, was called for a flagrant foul on one where on the replay, I still can't necessarily see if he touched the guy at all, maybe brushed his jersey. Certainly not flagrant. He was up in the air, so, I, I mean, they said dangerous play, but it was not anything that would have ever <sighs> brought to mind a flagrant foul that you know, any basketball game I've ever watched. Dutch was hotter than fish grease, <laughs> dude. He was
4: hotter. You don't see. Than you don't think of a
0: being a guy who gets uh gets animated and angry at referees, but he was very upset he in that was. second half. Yeah, I mean, his team was playing so well, and it felt like the referees were giving Ohio State every opportunity to try to come back <laughs> and try to make it a game again.
4: How about the? How about the rebound uh, under the Aztecs basket? And it was so clear that it was off the Ohio State's play. Uh-huh. There was the Aztec guy was behind him. He couldn't have... He, like, he couldn't started with his hands hand behind, behind his head, head, his head yeah. and then like
3: flung him forward
4: yes. trying to get the ball. And it was just like all his momentum was going
3: towards yeah, out of bounds. Like,
4: everybody, I go, wait, they need to show me that again. As soon as they did, no Aztec is near that ball. I mean, it is clearly off of Ohio State. <sighs> and that's when I tweeted, oh... It's nice to see some Major League Baseball umpires are moonlighting as officials in college basketball. But I'll say this, Benny. So it, it works out weird for me with the, the start time. Game starts. I, I saw what you saw down 5 nothing. I go, oh, crap. You know, got to start making some buckets. Then it's night-night time. Got to get uh, Taylor down. So I take him back, rock him to sleep, come back in, Aztecs are rolling, right? Then i got to get Bo down, come back in, catch the entire second half, and watching that team play, man. Watching Nathan Mensah, just a force under the you know under the boards, block, 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 block. Just incredible. Um, some of the mo- some of the best ball movement, the passing, the that pick and roll was just perfect under the hoop. They were awesome. And I told Paulie this morning, I said, how great is that for Matt Bradley? Yeah, he fouled out. But to be the leading scorer after, you know, trying to find his rhythm early this season, 18 points. Uh, again, the bench is just incredible. Every guy that comes in just contributes massively. The difference, though, is that this Aztecs team has depth and has shooters
0: and is putting points on the board. And while 77 is a lot of points to give up for a San Diego State team, they're also pushing it a little bit faster. That means you yeah. know, more possessions from both teams, more points, which is entertaining for fans. But to see San Diego State be able to shoot the way that they do, and it's not just the starters. They have a bench that could probably be a starting lineup on almost every team in America. I uh, Got over 40 points from their bench last night, including Adam Seiko, uh, who had 14, and Micah Parrish, who had 15, off the bench. They're getting uh, bench production that you don't typically see in college basketball uh, shooting from three-point range last night, nearly 50%, 10 of 21. Yep. Very soft and friendly rims there in, in Maui at the line, of Civic Center. There were a couple looked like they were absolute bricks, but the rims just softened them up so nicely that they uh, found the bottom of the basket. Both teams were working with the same rims. Uh, Ohio State had to take a lot of tough shots, and while they did pull within four, Aztecs went on a quick 8-0 run over a span of like 40 seconds, and that just ended like up. Just like that? being just about it for the game, and uh, San Diego State goes on to the 11-point win, 88-77 last night to advance, and this is key, to advance into the winner's bracket of the Maui Invitational, which means today in the semifinals, 7.30 p.m. our time, they will face 14th-ranked Arizona, who beat Cincinnati, so a big marquee game for the Aztecs tonight, another one. This one's going to be on real ESPN, not even ESPN 2, uh lots of national eyeballs on that one and then on Wednesday whether it's the championship or the third place game they'll get a top 10 team in the country because it'll either be uh Creighton number 10 or Arkansas number 9 tomorrow so we're awesome. ta- we're talking two big games for the Aztecs the next two days and by the way because of the depth of San Diego State this should be their advantage with every other team with tired legs for their starters, Dutch can roll in, you yeah. know, new guys better than most college teams. This is a great chance for the Aztecs not only to, you know, get good competition but maybe steal a win win the Maui Invitational and you know, establish yourself as a top 10 country early in the season.
4: Yeah, win one of these, at least one of these next two. Sure. Yeah, win one of these next two. It's going to be a massive uh, resume-building opportunity. Even if you lost them Even both. Even if you though, lost them both.
0: Just the, the level of competition, not going to hurt San Diego State at all. Win one, you're golden. You've probably pretty much punched your ticket for the tournament. Win them both, and you'll be talking about a one or a two seed, maybe, when March rolls around. I mean, it's Fun huge. As
4: hell, man. Fun as hell to watch the, this. The, again, yeah, 77 points. 20, 20 of those came in the second half from Sean McNeil, who was, he was, he's great. I mean, he looked phenomenal, but he was literally chucking threes and they were falling. I mean, he could, he would get one inch of space and chuck one up and it would go in. And, uh, so it was hard to body that guy up, man. But other than that, man, the defense looked really, really good. The, the blocks underneath, they played tough. It was, it was really an enjoyable basketball game.
0: After the game, the uh, coach at Ohio State said that that might be the best team we play all season. This is they're in the Big Ten. I mean, they have to yeah. play all the Big Ten teams, and their coach goes, "I don't know that we'll face a better team than that all season long." So that says a lot about the Aztecs and Brian Dutcher's team here early on in the season. And I'll look forward to tonight's game at seven thirty against Arizona. I'm also looking forward to the guest we've got coming up, catching up, old friend alert. Robert Stock, former Padres relief pitcher,
4: love Bob Stock.
0: Pitched in Korea last year. I'm curious. We've talked to, of course, Brian O'Grady and Adam J- Adam Jones, who played in Japan. But what about the Korean baseball league? What was that experience like? He's a free agent now. Uh, he's got. A, he's a great Twitter follow. Great on social media. Uh, looking forward to catching up with Robert Stock. We'll do that coming up next year on a Tuesday morning with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven the fan. Sarah Bennett Woods, brought to you by Cal Hope For free mental health, visit calhope.org. Uh, we've got a fun one coming up here. Robert Stock, you might remember him as a Padres pitcher. Oh, just yeah. Coming off a season in the KBO. We will get to catch up and chat with Robert right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So my nor- normal Emma Woods, if uh, Padres acquire a new player, I'll follow them on Twitter, yep. just if they have a Twitter account, and then when they're gone usually unfollow there's a few though that i continue to follow even after they're already gone Same. because i found that i enjoy either their personality their accounts whatever one of those certainly uh, was robert stock you might remember him from the padres bullpen a couple of years ago if you followed his journey it took him to the korean baseball organization last year uh, and he joins us right now in our premier chevrolet of carlsbad fan hotline you can follow him at robert Stock 6 robert it's good to have you back on ben and woods it's been a while
6: yeah, thanks for having me.
4: It's uh, our pleasure. First of all, congrats uh, are in order. New dad, right? New dad and birthday yesterday. Is that right?
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, new dad is quite a bit more important to me than uh, my birthday. But, yes, thank you. How is uh,
4: is fatherhood going for you?
6: You hear all the cliches when you're younger, and you don't truly believe them. You go, no way. You know, that's not going to happen. And then they all come true instantly. And, you know, the instantly your daughter you know for me is the most important thing in the world hands down and when i would hear other people say that i wouldn't believe because it's like how could that be the case and it, <laughs> the moment that she's out that's that's exactly what it is
4: yeah it's it's pretty nuts and it's funny i was looking at twitter yesterday one of our, our listeners had a, a baby girl and he actually tweeted oh man i got this diaper thing figured out piece of cake and i thought to myself <laughs> i go i'm not gonna do to you what everyone does to me and i'm just gonna say hey congratulations on that first milestone, buddy, because uh, you know the best is yet to come. And we're really happy for you. And, and I was looking at your numbers, so you were you're pitching over Korea last year. Now, they made you a starter, yeah?
6: Yeah, I had actually started the year before for uh, a little bit in the minor leagues and a couple of big league starts. So they, they saw that, and they're like, hey, you want to come do that full time? And I said, yes, please.
4: And you like you liked starting more than, than relieving?
6: Yeah, I do. I think uh, being on on the regular schedule lets you prepare a little bit better, and uh, you also throw more innings. and Ultimately, it's a it's a more valuable position. Although that 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 trend might be decreasing, seeing how uh, the Padres being one of the teams that had such an elite bullpen that helped them in the playoffs last year.
0: Robert, tell me about uh, your year in Korea culturally. I mean, we've talked to Brian O'Grady and Adam Jones about their experiences in Japan. What was it like for you playing for the uh, the Doosan Bears in the KBO?
6: The baseball experience inside the stadium is like anything I've ever seen. Um, firstly, it's kind of shocking as a pitcher. You're used to some crowd noises, but then it gets quiet as you're about to make the pitch not the case here there's cheerleaders leading songs the whole game through wow (laughs) you know the fans are all and every hitter has their own song that is you know sung by the by the crowd so um uh it's 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 probably a more entertaining experience if, if you're a fan so it's it was uh and i've been playing baseball professionally for years and years and years and i've never seen anything like it so if you ever get a chance to go out to korea Make sure you catch a couple baseball games.
4: Oh yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, you know, one of our our favorite players here in, in San Diego was a, a KBO superstar uh, in Hassan Kim. And and it, how different is the baseball for you? I mean, he he hit 30 bombs over there. Now he's come over here and he's he's improving every single year. He's a Gold Glove caliber uh, shortstop. But you know, the hitting is it's coming around. But it's just a different different kind of league. I imagine as hard as you throw over there, uh, pretty effective.
6: Yeah. It's a, well, it's a, it's a different type of league. The, uh, the strike zone is basically, it, it's smaller than a, than a major league strike zone. Um, and so there are pluses and, and, and minuses to why a hitter would have success in the KBO or not in the big leagues, but as a, at the end of the day, big league pitchers are so amazing and there's some very talented KBO pitchers, but it's not the same. So I would expect any, any hitter coming over from Japan or from, from korea their first season they're going to need to adjust yeah. and i think that's what we see with all these overseas hitters
0: catching up a former padres pitcher robert stock with us here on ben and woods and i i love korean food at least the americanized version here what was your experience <laughs> uh like over there with the food
6: it's great um korean barbecue was you oh, know like, it's uh, delicious so good. but the lesson i learned is that if you're the youngest guy at the table it means you're doing all the grilling. So I'd always make sure to sit at a table where there's at least one person younger than me. So I never had to. Interesting. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, because Koreans <laughs> were the one where you grill it yourself yeah. right there in front of you. And oh, that's genius. And, but exactly. I didn't realize that there was a hierarchy when well, it came to who had to do the grilling. So that would mean
4: Pauly would have to grill all of our food here? <laughs> I love this. Can we move the show to Korea? Because I'm, I'm all about I it. I don't know that you want that. <laughs> talking, <laughs> yeah. talking to our pal Robert Stock here on Ben & Wood. So, so what's next for you, man? I, I you know We talked to Brian O'Grady a couple weeks ago and he had a good year in Japan, made a lot of money. You know, you can make a lot of money over there. Now he's also a new dad and the, the pull of, of being a parent makes it a little more difficult. I think uh for you, are you are you talking to big league clubs? How's it going?
6: Yeah, I'm keeping I'm keeping every option available. Um there is uh I I love my time over there. I would love to go elsewhere and obviously financial incentives in, in Asia are great. But uh, being close to your family and friends, and your own culture that you're familiar with in the United States is also like a great thing. So there's really, I'm I'm lucky enough that there's no bad options. Whatever wherever the wind takes me is uh, I'll be I'll be happy with that decision.
4: Well, and I was watching you tweet through, uh, the playoffs and obviously the Padres had a really good run and it was a fun run. But I was watching you tweet in particular about, you know, the relievers and especially, you know, like the relievers on the Astros. You know, it just, you, you called it an embarrassment of riches and it truly was. Uh, in your opinion, man, how is that the way to go out and have the best kind of team, the, the the World Series caliber team is to have five, six, seven guys like yourself, man. I mean, you you're a hard, hard thrower um that can come in, you know, get those outs. How important is that in, in today's game?
6: Yeah, the difference between the playoffs and regular season baseball is in how many off days you get. And when you get so many off days you can afford to, you know, burn your starter after yep. four innings and go straight to the pen. So you need to, you know, just the the guys that can miss bats with that upper ninety speed and those ninety mile an hour sliders are becoming more and more valuable. I think also in part because of with one more team getting into the playoffs, it just makes it it makes the regular season a little bit less important. So you can stack your roster Looking for the playoffs rather than the regular season, a little bit.
0: So, I mentioned uh, Robert Stock on Twitter, and I see one of the things I like is that he's very eclectic and he'll tweet whatever kind of he thinks. He's got good takes on stuff as well. Like, for instance, this is just a couple days ago. I contend that pizza is the best composite food. Bacon is the best
4: primary Why do you food? always go back to food?
6: Fine, then I'll like go the to uh third food uh, How about question. this
0: one? How to make soccer more palatable to Americans. <laughs> if you're down for more than five seconds, you have to leave the field for at least ten minutes to recover from your injury. I love that. I, You know, watching the World Cup yesterday <laughs> and seeing every guy go down oh! like he had just got shot ah! in the back of the leg, only to get up 14 seconds later and be just fine, I think for American fans at least, is kind of infuriating.
6: Yeah, and part of that tweet was I'm saying like, hey, this is if you want to make it palatable to Americans, and I don't really care if you do. So change the rules if you want, or or not, who cares? Oh,
0: <laughs> well, people got so mad at me tweeting oh, about the World they, Cup yesterday. They,
4: they, I saw you. Here come the ignorant takes, and I said, you know what? I'm just not going to tweet about the World Cup. I learned my lesson by watching you, Ben.
0: Well, I don't. I didn't. I don't think there's a lesson to be learned. I know that I'm not a die-hard soccer fan. I'm here for the World Cup every four years, and I want to watch it as a casual fan. It's kind of fun. Like you can't watch baseball as a casual fan anymore. I'm too. You know, I'm too invested. too invested. It's fun to have a sport that you don't have to know everything about, but can get get behind just every once in a while. I kind of like that. How about you, Robert?
6: You know what's funny? As a as a reliever in AAA, you're sitting right amongst the fans, and for the Padres, and you can hear the conversations that the casual fan has. <laughs> And for the most part, they know nothing about baseball, and yet they think they know everything oh about baseball. And you're not going to step in and correct them when they're getting everything wrong. And I assume that that's how we are if we say anything about, you know, soccer or something. that We are clueless, and in most instances, exactly dead wrong is the opposite. So Bro, that is that's my that's
4: maybe <laughs> the most brilliant, salient point I've ever heard on our radio airwaves because I look at it sometimes like, I'll see the, hey, why didn't he bunt there? Or just choke up and go the other way. On Twitter takes, you know, hey, Blake Trinan's in against the Padres. Guys, this is not hard. Just choke up and go the other way. And my heart starts to pound at 160 beats a minute. And I find myself, you know, trying to correct people on Twitter, telling them that it's, it's very difficult to do. It's not that simple, you know, and and... That it's such a great point. Nobody really knows anything, and, and it's got to be frustrating as <laughs> as a guy that does it for a living, uh, because Bob Stock's up there throwing 100 miles an hour at you. Yeah, just get the bunt down, guys. The Balls at your eyes, but just get the bunt down. So it's uh, it's fascinating to hear you talk like that, which is why I'm going to refrain from tweeting about the World Cup entirely. <laughs> That's fine. So um, when you talked
0: about your open to all options here in the offseason, will you... Go to, like, the winter meetings, you just let your agent handle everything. How does the process work for you here in the off season?
6: Yeah, I'm lucky enough that um, I have a pretty large agent, and even though I'm a very small fish player, he can, like, sneak my name into while he's talking about, hey, what do you think about Nolan Arenado? By the way, while I've got you on the phone, what about this other guy, you know? So uh, <laughs> I let him on? do all the work.
2: Yeah,
0: it Feels like <laughs> Scott Boris would have grabbed you just for the pun possibilities oh, alive <laughs>
4: the stock is right. If, if you're making a soup, the first thing you need
6: is good stock i, do, I, I played uh, i played baseball in college with his son who was a very nice guy how was he uh he was he was a decent ball player um he didn't I, i'm not sure that he got drafted or anything but uh he, the scott the dad would come to the games and watch and he was very nice to my dad and I remember my dad thinking, like, is he nice to me just because he's nice, or is he trying to become Robert Dayjan or something?
4: <laughs> <laughs> did did his, Does his son work for his dad now? Because that's what I would have done if I was him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's no brainer. Yeah. That's the ab- absolute no brainer, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, man, we are uh, we're pulling for you, man. Would love to have you uh, back. Hey, Padres, uh, bull always need some help in the bullpen as well. But um, you know, we're we're rooting for you. Going to continue to follow along in your journey, man, and, and the most important journey being a dad. Congratulations on that front, and uh, we just wish you well, man. Appreciate the time today.
6: Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Our pleasure, man.
0: Robert Stock, uh, again, you can follow him on Twitter, at RobertStock6, on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. If you're looking to invest in a good picture, you really should put your money in stock. Stock is rising. <laughs> I mean, there's a
4: million things he could do. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: A million.
3: Do we have to do your job for you, Scott? Yeah, Scott, you? yeah, seriously.
0: Just for the bits, all the puns. You can, he can take
4: on one more client. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just perfect for the
0: puns. You'd think that he might even actually like look at guy. I could represent him, but I really can't think of There's any nothing
4: in the guy's name. I can do anything yeah. with this
0: guy's name. What am I going to do when you know he's a free
4: agent? How am I going to sell this guy without a cheesy pun? No, he was. He's great, man. He's such a good follow. A uh, Hard worker too, man. Really puts a lot of thought uh, into his craft. And you know, he's a bigger guy. Obviously, he's a big, big dude, but. He I remember man when he came up we loved him cuz he was just this chucker. He get a little wild from time to time but he could fire. Fire the P dude. It was it was fun to watch.
0: You know and obviously at 32 years old I, I can't imagine and it's it's not he's not going to have teams clamoring over him necessarily but he should still have some decent options and and if he does want to go back uh to Asia again make some money put it in the bank as you said though now with the a new baby, just like with Brian O'Grady, makes a, kind of the equation a little bit different for him this next offseason. Yeah, no
4: question, man. I, I can't even imagine what that would be like, you know. I know I make jokes and stuff about it, but, like, there's no way I could be away from my baby for for six months, eight months, or however long they got to go over there and do that. And the money is good, man. I saw what he made last year, and it's really, really good money. And, and you know, the, those opportunities aren't going to be around forever, so you got to kind of strike while the iron's hot. But you just I, these days, right, it is weird to me that a high velo guy uh like that wouldn't at least get a look with the Royals or the the Pirates. Was he a Pirate at one point? Um it, it it's odd to me that that you know high velo guy wouldn't go uh,
0: Padres, Red Sox, Cubs and Mets, Mets. organizations. It okay. uh, he was originally a draft pick of the St. Louis Cardinals, but he actually made his major league debut with the
4: Padres. Yep. Back in June of 2018. Yeah, I remember it, man. It was like, oh, who is this Hoss? We just started. In? Yeah, we had just started. That's exactly <laughs> speaking, right. Speaking
0: of the Padres, um, there wasn't a lot of new news yesterday. We talked about the uh, weekend rumors, uh, linking them with Japanese pitcher Kodai Senga. Uh, the uh, report that Jose Abreu is a top priority for the Padres in the offseason. I did see ESPN's Bradford Doolittle put out his, uh, now that the awards season is over, he put out his early picks for next year's. MVPs and such and Juan Soto is his 2023 MVP pick. Can you imagine?
4: I, I, yes, I can. I fantasize about
0: it. A, a Juan it. Soto MVP season along with Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. i, I
4: That's my fantasy. Is those guys all three? Let's let I mean, Manny will be in the mix again. Let's make it for sure where the three of them are stealing votes from each other. That's the best problem in Just baseball. The three finalists. The, the three finalists is their three heads. <laughs> like you just can't
0: lose. Have Cardinals fans going, Well, Paul Goldschmidt had a better season on his own this year and Then, they had, yeah, yeah. You know, I they want, had Manny and Tatis and Soto all helping each other. I want all three of those heads right there.
3: Now if Soto's the front runner, who's uh, who's an outfielder for St. Louis?
0: Lars Newtbar. Yeah, Lars Newtbar. He'll probably win. Yeah. I was wondering though so you know, the Padres have been talking and you know, about a contract extension for Juan Soto. If he truly does have an MVP season next year, you probably want to get it done earlier rather than later.
4: I would say so. That's a, would. It's
0: an interesting gamble if you wait until, because obviously the Padres will still control Juan Soto in 2024.
4: Yeah. He's got two more years
0: of team control.
4: But the price goes.
0: But ham. if he has a huge season, the price goes way up. I don't see the price necessarily coming down, you know, this next year. I mean, if he continues to maybe hit 240 like he did last year, then. Maybe it, you'd get a few 15, 20 million off what you were probably asking for beforehand. But to me, if he has a, an unbelievable MVP type season, you may add another 100 million to the price tag in a year's time. Ask the Yankees how they
4: feel right now as Aaron Judge is off the plane. They could have had him for a lot less last year. In San Francisco. Right now, as we speak, they meet, extended Aaron Judge last year. Yep.
0: They would have t- taken some criticism. What are you doing? This guy's not healthy. But they could have had him for a fraction of the price yeah. if they had done it then.
4: And they offered him a, a good amount, but they waited. They waited, and they offered him a good amount, and then he wins the MVP, and now he's on the tour of all the finest steakhouses in the country, and they're giving him the wine and dine and the song and dance. I, I think he will go back to New York. I think they will massively, massively pay him, but they got to be nervous right now.
0: Never miss a moment with 97.3 The Fan again with the free Odyssey app. You can download podcasts from your favorite shows, listen whenever, wherever works best for you. We'll come back, uh, talk a little bit about the tie, USA and Wales, in Game 1 of the World Cup, and then play a little take on Woods, chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. It's coming up next. Ben Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.